That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. I'm John Sears, and if you know a sports fan, good chance you had a happy Father's Day. I'm Keith Murphy. Epic day for sports. Classic Game 7. Let's get it going. Time to sound off. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Happy Father's Day to all you dads out there. Happy Father's Day to you, John. You as well. Thank you. Uh, I, I, Just a shot in the dark here. The tie you're wearing, maybe you're... Your kids design that? Nope, tie bar, actually. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> got it off, got it online, and uh, yeah, that's uh, it's a new one they sell. That's not not counting on an art scholarship or anything, right? Not quite yet. We're working <laughs> on it. We're working on it. Off topic tonight. LeBron leads the Cavaliers to a championship. Five one five two eight two ninety ten. We have lines open right now. This guy was fantastic all series. But especially the final three games, all elimination mm, games man. for Cleveland. The Cavs do it. That's one of the great plays in NBA history. You will see this until the end of time. 515-282-9010. What a fantastic game seven. The Cavaliers beat the Warriors three straight, including two games at Oracle Arena. How impressive is coming back from a 3-1 deficit? It had never been done. And the Warriors won more games than any NBA team in history. LeBron James made a few PR blunders when he left Cleveland, but the guy has done everything right since, including going back to Cleveland by choice. Who does that? A guy who wanted to bring Cleveland its first championship in more than 50 years. That's who. LeBron left no doubt who the best player in the NBA is. Steph Curry is the greatest shooter I've ever seen and one of the easiest guys to cheer. But what were Steph and Clay thinking, allowing their families to go at LeBron on social media? Bad idea. Draymond Green is the kind of guy you love on your team and hate on anyone else's. He's great. But come on, Warriors fans. It's not some injustice Draymond was suspended a game. He's not a freedom rider. He's a serial nut knocker. <laughs> so glad Dustin Johnson won the U.S. Open. Johnston had his golf ball move a skosh. He said he didn't cause it, impacted nothing, but the USGA embarrassed itself by telling Johnson in the middle of his round, he maybe, possibly, probably could be penalized a stroke, but wouldn't find out until afterwards. One stroke could change strategy, but Johnson proved so mentally tough, he won going away. OJ Made in America is the best 30 for 30 I've seen, but it made me angry all over again. At least now, even OJ's former friends say they think OJ brutally murdered two people. 
Art Bryles won't coach Baylor again, but he will walk away with millions. Baylor's own investigation found Bryles led a football program that thought it was above the rules and above the law, even laws regarding rape. Bryles should not get a penny, but Baylor wants this to go away, and Bryles is charged with no crimes. Pete Rose remains Major League Baseball's hit king. Ichiro Suzuki passed Rose if you add Ichiro's hits from Japan, but we don't. Still, if Ichiro played his entire career here, he could pass Rose. Dude had 262 hits in one season, and right now, Ichiro's batting 350. What? He's 42 years old. Nice job, Iowa High School Athletic Association. Change is hard, but involving boys basketball coaches to better seed the postseason makes good sense. Now, let's get some holiday tourneys and shot clocks. And my son's little league team, the Volcanoes, lost a championship to the Muck Dogs Saturday. But I was reminded that even though we occasionally see stories on coaches and parents behaving badly, most act right. Sports are wonderful for kids when we adults don't screw them up. Keith, today was a great sports day. Perfect weather, final round of the U.S. Open, game seven of the NBA Finals, baseball in prime time. I think I can speak for a lot of fathers and sons out there in saying that sports play a huge role in many relationships. They do for my dad and I. Growing up, my dad, Denny, was my sports hero. At Roosevelt, he was all-state in almost everything. Football, basketball, baseball, you name it. He was incredible at it. In fact, I still run into people who tell me stories of my dad's accomplishments from back in the day. My dad taught me how to play sports, and he didn't just teach me, he coached me. Coached my little league teams to league championships. He taught me how to shoot, how to swing, how to catch, how to run a fly pattern. My dad was at every one of my sporting events. Heck, even when I played golf in high school and no one came out to watch, <laughs> my dad was there walking nine or 18 holes on bad knees. A day like today reminds me just how much sports mean to my dad and I. With three kids of my own, I don't have much free time and wish I could see my dad more, but when we do talk, it's usually about sports. Sports are something we both love. Without a love for sports, I doubt I'd be sitting in this chair today. So on Father's Day, I want to say thanks, Dad, not for just being my dad, but for teaching me about sports and how to enjoy them to the fullest. Nice job. That's a nice tribute to your dad. I didn't know all of that. Yeah. I learned something tonight. Learn something every day. Um, so you didn't quite get all of his athletic skill? Um, I got maybe about like 25%. <laughs> yeah, he was at the top of his game. I'm still working on my game a little bit. You're a young man, John. Yeah. Uh, Andrew is in West Des Moines. NBA Finals. It goes to the Cavs. Andrew, what do you think? Hey, guys. Uh, love the show. Uh, appreciate what you do. To be honest, I've been a little bit frustrated lately about all the conspiracy theories flying around about how the NBA is rigged and they're setting things up to make more money and get higher ratings. I love the game, so it's just hard to hear all this stuff. I wondered what your opinions were. I don't think there's any, uh, any conspiracy whatsoever, and thank you for the question. It did look convenient, you know, to have Draymond Green suspended that game. It did help stretch this series. But the Cavs had Draymond Green tonight at home, and it, and it didn't matter. Um, I'm sorry, the Warriors had Draymond Green at home tonight. It didn't matter. Uh, this, this, this is more of a tip of the cap to the Cavs than anything else, and LeBron James. Yeah, I, I don't, the NBA is not rigged. I mean, all these guys want to win championships. Their legacies are based on championships. I mean, 
and but let's be honest. The NBA would rather have Cleveland, Golden State in the finals than Toronto, Oklahoma City. So they're behind the scenes rooting for the Cavs and Warriors. But there's no conspiracy theories. They they, they got the best two teams, and the best team with the best player on the planet won. It did help. ABC to have this go seven games. Oh, for but, sure. But the NBA doesn't directly make more money by the series going longer, and the officials are paid the same if it's four games or seven games. Mm -hmm. Learn that from our friend Brent Bloom. Ann is in Fort Dodge. Ann, did you watch the NBA Finals? Yes, I did. What did you think? I, I thought, I'm glad the Cavaliers won. And I, I just I just thought it was it was, it was was kind of a a, a dirty game. It was. I don't know if that's the word to use, but uh, everybody wants to win, no matter what it is. It was intense Baseball, out there. basketball, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Th I, it was. Uh, it, thank you, Ann. I, I'm sorry. We got to uh, get moving along here. Uh, Jake and Gavin will hear from you in just a few minutes. Ann's right. Everybody wants to win. It was intense out there, but I don't know that anybody wanted to win more than Cleveland fans. How good do you feel for Cleveland? 50-plus years. I feel really good for Cleveland. I mean, I saw a video of some fans that uh, they're watching one of those watch parties in Akron crying, crying over this. Now, I like the NBA. I'm not going to be crying over if my team wins, but that's what this means to these people of Cleveland. I understand why. I saw that ESPN. Believeland. 30 for 30. Believeland. Yeah, unbelievable time for lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice judges. A Chad in Altoona says Channel 13 reporter Mike DeSilva <laughs> looks like leave it to Beaver's Frank Bank. Old Spice, are these guys twins? Is this week number two for De Silva? De Silva's Wasn't he on last week? He's taking over the show. <laughs> uh, Colin in Des Moines says wrecked actor Will Greenberg looks like international television superstar Chris Hassel. Old Spice, are they twins? Fantastic. A little, yeah. If you're a Dish Network subscriber, then please thank the person who invited you over to watch Sound Off tonight. And you'll want to hear what's bugging Andy next. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Coach Rubes writes, number of NBA head coaching wins. Lenny Wilkins has 1332. Number of NBA titles won. Tyron Lue wins 27 titles won. Hashtag life is fair. That happens. Scott writes, historic regular season for the Warriors and an equally historic collapse in the finals. Hashtag choke. Time to find out what's bugging Andy. And maybe it's bugging you too. This week, we here at Channel 13 have been reminded that there are people who make us a part of their lives every day. They watch our newscast, they watch Sound Off, and they miss us when we're gone. That's a really good feeling. We've heard from many of those people this week due to the current standoff between Dish Network and the Tribune Company, the company that owns Channel 13. Dish subscribers haven't seen us for a week, but through social media and email and phone calls and plain old stopping us on the street, they've stayed in contact. They want to know more about what's going on and when it will be resolved, and for the most part, I've disappointed them with my limited knowledge and control of the situation. I don't have many answers or much information. What I do have is a couple of hopes that this will be over soon and that it won't hurt the people who had nothing to do with it. 
If it's to be over soon, it will be because someone was willing to compromise for the sake of the greater good. Compromise is not a dirty word. It's a good one. It means someone decided that moving forward was better than standing still. This dispute is about money. One side wants to make more, the other side wants to pay less. Both sides think they're justified. Both can offer up valid arguments. But both sides were better off before all of this began. I understand the methods of negotiation, but I also understand that negotiations that end in stalemates are failures. And this failure is hurting viewers, the very people that Dish and Tribune have worked so hard to attract. I hope that this standoff, however long it lasts, won't hurt the people who had nothing to do with it. And the people who work here at Channel 13, the people that work at the other Tribune stations across the country, heck, the people that work at Dish Network. This is a corporate level dispute and the rest of us are just down here working to put food on our tables. I know that profit projections are on the line, but I sincerely hope that any hits to those projections won't be taken out on those of us who had nothing to do with it. These kinds of disputes happen all over the business world. And if you will please be patient with ours, I'll do the same for yours when it inevitably appears down the road. I'm Andy Fails and that's what's bugging me. Another Who's in Your Five appearance for Ali. Plus, we'll hear from Jake, Gavin, and Bob next on Sound Off. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Jeff writes, don't think for one minute that coaches will be unbiased and seed the teams according to who is the best. They will all vote for seeds based on how it will affect their team and how they can avoid playing certain teams. Uh, Jeff writing about the new rules for Iowa high school basketball playoffs, and, and let's hope it doesn't go that way. Yeah, Rick writes, the game, referring to the Iowa high school basketball game, needs to be updated as well with at least a 45-second clock or something to keep from teams from corner play for the entire game. A little bit of a cost issue on that. Who's in your five, as suggested by Louie? Top five name changes, sports edition. Number five, Bobby Moore to Ahmad Rashad. Number four, Ron Artest to <laughs> Meta World Peace. Number three, Chad Johnson to Chad Ochocinco. Is he back to Johnson or is he still Ochocinco? No one cares. Number two, Lou Alcinder to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And number one, Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali. Back to the calls, Gavin in Eldora. Gavin, what did you make of the NBA Finals, which wrapped up tonight? Um, LeBron James, man, great performance, all the finals. He really deserved it. Uh, Cavs put on a really good show, coming back from 3-1. They really deserved it. The Warriors uh, thought they could have finished it out on 3-1, but it was still a great series. Thank you, Gary. Uh, let's go to uh, Jake in Indianola. The Cubs win again tonight. The Cubs leading the division by 11-plus games for the first time since uh, 1929. 1929. Uh, saw, saw that on baseball statistics. Um, that's incredible. Jake, what would you think of tonight's game? 
Oh, thanks for having me on, guys. I love this show. Thanks. But I was wondering if you saw it, because Contreras had an awesome home run on his first pitch he saw. Oh, yeah. This, here's some highlights right here. Or I should say, these are... Uh, yeah, John, you cut these highlights, right? These are last night. This is last night. Oh, this is last night. Okay. Here we go. These are, these are tonight's highlights. You'll see it here in a minute. But, yeah, they, you know, Javi Baez went yard here. Then you got the Brizzo combo of Bryant and Rizzo. And then you mentioned Wilson Contreras. Just called up from the Iowa Cubs. And the guy's out there. He's a little nervous thinking, nope. First pitch. First pitch. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's been that kind of season for the Cubs. Let's get a quick thought from Bob in Fort Dodge. Bob, U.S. Open golf, Dustin Johnson, so much talent, and today he shows he's mentally tough as well. That had been in doubt. Well, what I thought about it was I like that course. It's difficult, and why don't they make all the courses that difficult on the tour? Do you like to see the pros struggle? Because if I want to see guys struggle to play golf, I'll just go out with my buddies. Uh, you, you You like to see them struggle a little bit? Well, yeah, you know, I used to watch baseball, but I hate to see those guys making errors of making a million dollars a year. <laughs> it's the same way with the pros, you know. Why don't you make it different? Those greens are so big, mostly uh, all you have to do is you can drive a car down there. <laughs> all right, thanks, Bob. They, they, yeah, that, that's the thing about that ball moving on Dustin Johnson today. Yeah. Those greens are so firm and packed, it, it could move on its own on a blade of grass. Yeah, I went back and watched that. I don't think he ever touched the ball. That's still a weird ruling. But, I mean, the U.S. Open, they always make that tough. That's the one tournament every year where they make the rough about six inches thick. They make the greens lightning fast. It's always like 7,500 yards in, in length. So the U.S. Open is always tough and look they play on what 100 courses throughout the year so they can't play on a tough course every year I think or Pauline, every, every tournament I think Pauline uh, was on more than Dustin there um, they liked having her on camera what likes being on camera oh yeah what's magic doing in Des Moines he's part of face off when sound off returns Email soundoff at whotv.com. You college basketball snobs who won't watch the NBA, <laughs> you lose. We win. Max and Ames. Time for faceoff. The Cubs won tonight. At the start of the game, the Cubs had their first 11-game lead since, you said, in 1929. What does this mean? It means the pressure and stress will only build. <laughs> we'll even experience it locally at the All-Star game. Cubs fans want the National League to win so the Cubs can take home field advantage. Dumb as that is. Dumb as that is. Yes. See on our news last night, Magic Johnson owns an insurance company in West Des Moines? I had no idea. Have we checked Larry Bird? Maybe he has a McDonald's franchise around here. I doubt it. Maybe. I said maybe. Maybe. The NHL is thinking about putting a franchise in hockey-loving Quebec City or Desert of Las Vegas. Naturally, Vegas gets the early nod. The NHL doesn't need more franchises, but I'm good with this. Gives me something to do while Jenny kids herself that we're ahead <laughs> on slots. The smart ones just send a check ahead of time, right? Just send Vegas the money. And finally, best Father's Day advice. You never have to talk yourself into a good decision. Should have learned that one sooner. It's a good one. Yeah, never have to talk yourself into a good decision. Talk yourself into some bad ones. Over under, uh, Battle of the Bastards, overrated, Ramsey Bolton. This guy is the worst. Underrated, 
uh, Jon Snow. I don't know who this guy is. Apparently, he came back from the dead to fight. I guess that's pretty impressive. That's really impressive. I mean, the guy he, he came back so, from the dead. That might seem hard to believe. So Ramsey's not a good guy. Just over. Ramsey's awful. Just a, a douche. Yes. Didn't you hear a whistle? I thought I did. I, I that that is enough. That oh, is just go. quite enough. Hello, Chuck Shut Wolf. it. Zip it. Yep. One minute. Let's go, boys. All right. Where, where does he blow the whistle from? He's in like, the back room somewhere I, I, and then somehow gets out. I, I don't know. I don't get it. Our friend Cheezer is with us. The cheese. Cheezer. Talk baseball. Guys, guys, how you doing? Good. Great. How are you? Good. Happy Father's Day, guys. Yeah. Happy, happy Father's Day. Thank you very Day. much. I, I don't know if you're a father, Cheezer, but happy Father's Day anyway. Hey, uh, the Royals are playing pretty good, aren't they? They are. They won and in they, uh, the 13th inning today over the Tigers. And the, and the, and the players, too, would like me, wouldn't they? Oh, of course they would. You're it, the number one fan. Yeah, you, everybody it, it, likes everybody who meets Cheezer likes Cheezer because you know why, John? He's got a big heart. Everybody likes him. He's got a big heart. Uh, that'll do it for us. We're back next week, and we hope you are too. We leave you with the sound off, send off. What else? Cavaliers celebrating Cleveland's first championship in any professional sport since the Browns in 1964. That party is lasting a long time. That was before the Super Bowl even existed. Well, by the way, John, I just read from uh, Trent Condon that the, uh, the, the city now with the longest drought with at least three franchises, Minneapolis. To the front of the line. You're up, Vikings. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.